Oh, perfect. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Let me do my reading. So welcome to the first episode of the Public Matter Public Health Matters podcast. I'm your host, Bree, a second-year-old doctoral student with a passion for bridging the gap in addressing healthcare inequities, especially as it pertains to digital health and maternal and child health care. For today's episode, we are going to discuss the birthing experiences of mothers during the COVID pandemic. During the pandemic, Many people were unable to obtain care in person due to forced shutdowns. Digital health services such as telehealth and the use of mobile applications provided access to care without having to leave homes. However, many people weren't afforded equal opportunities due to lack of resources, such as digital devices like phones and laptops, and even more, lack of access to care. So, I find that when data serves as a source of truth in many instances, it's imperative to get firsthand knowledge from the source itself. In this, in this case, these wonderful women here with me today. <laughs> so I know this is a little awkward, but I have guests that are more like family to me here with me today. So we're going to start with some introductions. Sherelle and Amara, please go ahead and introduce yourselves. <laughs> so my name is Amara. Um, I have a beautiful 18-month daughter named Tegan Ozyama, who is the light of my life, my yes. best friend. Um, and that's it. Oh, welcome, Amara and baby Tegan. <laughs> My name is Sherelle. I have a 16th month old. Is he 16? I think he'll be 16 months this month. Yeah. Um, his name is Saint, mm -hmm. and I gave birth at home to oh, him. Wow, Sainty Poo. Sainty Poo, yes. <laughs> and then I also have another question, just as a sidebar. Mm -hmm. When do we stop saying months? At two. Okay, yeah. I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've been hearing all these dates, and I'm like, okay, in my head. All right. Yes. Okay, that's really good information. Um, now, let's kind of go back to the beginning of the birth journey. Can mm -hmm. you both tell me how you found out you were pregnant? <laughs> and how did you feel when you found out you were pregnant during the pandemic? Let's press okay. it by okay. during okay. the pandemic. Um, you can go. No. <laughs> You start. You got pregnant first. <laughs> so I actually found out I had COVID the same week I found out I got pregnant. Mm. Wow. So when my positive result came of me being COVID, I thought it was a lie because I felt perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. mm. Then I want to say, so I was out for, I think, 14 days because mm -hmm. it was the height of it. Right. Yeah. So I was off work for 14 days. So all I did was binge watch How to Get Away with Murder <laughs> Wow. for those 14 days. Okay. So then I realized, I was like, my period has not come. So I took a test, mm -hmm. but I was so engulfed in how to get away with murder that I le left the test in the bathroom and forgot about it. <laughs> so my husband came, comes home from work, mm -hmm. uses the bathroom like he usually does, mm -hmm. comes down and says, for real, Amara? I said, for real what? You weren't going to tell me? I said, tell you what? It's positive. I said, what is positive? <laughs> so, I, uh, so you guys all know Marcus and his just demeanor. So I paused my show. I said, what are you talking about? So your pregnancy test. I said, what the? And I think 30 minutes has surpassed that I, I literally forgot about it. Oh my and I was gosh. like, no, that's from the Dollar Tree. We're going to go back mm -hmm. and we're going to buy some more. Because that it was the one that just has the line. Yeah. So I said, yeah. no, I, I need to you say copy the word. Right. Yes. So I, we went I immediately, okay. immediately went to the store. 
bought three and they were all pregnant. I said, what? Mm-hmm. So then I was like, maybe my COVID test was like a false positive. Wow. Because you're pregnant? Because I'm pregnant. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, this, yeah. So then I immediately called my doctor and I was, I think I was seven weeks by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either six or seven weeks. Maybe five weeks because on my eighth week appointment is when she asked for me to come in to actually do blood work. I was like, wow. And the blood work was correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was pregnant. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So many questions there. But <laughs> just to, <laughs> that was a double doozy. So COVID and pregnant. COVID right. and pregnant. Those two positives are just like, <laughs> that's a lot. It was a lot. That's layers. That, yeah. Okay. So what about you, Sherelle? So for me, I knew I was pregnant at conception. Like, oh. I know it's crazy to say, but I knew like. Know your body. Yes. Too. I was yeah. like, I. I'm going to get pregnant. <laughs> like, this, I'm going to be pregnant. So two weeks later, I think we went to a wedding mm-hmm. and I didn't drink because I had in my mind, like, oh, wow. I know I'm pregnant. Wow. So I took a test maybe um, that weekend of the wedding and I, it was positive. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shoot, John, like, this is positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, for real? <laughs> I took six more tests oh. <laughs> because I could not believe it. Even yeah. though I knew yeah. in my head, I could not believe yeah. that I still was. Wow. And then a week later, John got COVID. <gasps> and then three days later, I got COVID. I remember oh. that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. I remember that. I, yes. When, he, when we had COVID, yeah. I was very early pregnant. Wow. Yes, very I, early. I distinctly remember these situations yeah. for both of you. Like being pre- but to be pregnant and having COVID, that just, yeah. did, were you nervous? Because, you, I mean, at the time, we only knew so much about COVID. Right. Yeah. Like, were you nervous about passing it on possibly to yes. St. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. How did that feel? So the thing is, I actually got COVID twice while pregnant. The first time in September and then again in December. And at this time, I was six months. So this is when mm. I was actually seeing my doctor more frequently mm-hmm. and again no one really knew how to handle it right mm-hmm. so i wasn't even able to go to my appointment as scheduled um because again as a first-time mom and first time just being pregnant a lot of the symptoms that i felt i related it to, co- to being pregnant mm-hmm. as opposed to covid oh, wow. mm-hmm. and so even when i called my doctor it's like yeah i'm having body aches she's like oh it's just your you know your body just getting adjusted to being pregnant so even my hips she's like yeah it's just widening mm-hmm. And then it was to a point I was like, no, something is different. Right. And then I actually went and got tested and it was like, I'm positive. So during that time, the second time around was very rough mm-hmm. because I was down for the count. Mm. And I was also scared because they told me that if I was to get COVID close to delivery, I won't be able to hold Tegan. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it, again, everything was so new. Mm-hmm. So they were like, I said, so who's going to hold her? Right. Like, oh, the father. I said, what if he did, she didn't have a father? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not going to carry this girl for nine months, do all just this. Just take her just from, yes. So I, I even trained myself. I told myself that three months leading to my, I'm staying in the house. I'm isolated mm. because I refuse. Yeah. I refuse because like I said, December, the second time around, I was so miserable and I just knew that I cannot go through this again. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, she came three weeks early, but I, thank goodness I did not have COVID. Wow. But yeah, that was the stipulations at that time during the hospital, at least for my hospital, mm-hmm. that if the mom, the, we get tested the day we come in, mm-hmm. they don't test the husband or the father. Um, they only test the mom. So if I was to be positive, that's it doesn't crazy. make sense. No. 
So no. what was the point? So that you don't give it to the baby? So I don't, because, yeah, exactly. So I even asked, I said, what about breastfeeding? It's like, oh, we're going to work. They didn't know, because they were even saying they're going to work all those things out. I might have to just pump. And no, yeah, it mm-hmm. was so that still give your bodily, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. What sense Milk. does that make? Yeah, it, it doesn't. That's what they they did not know how to handle how to yeah. handle yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. And I understood that's true, yeah, yeah. I, I understand mm-hmm. because, like I said, like it, it was it was a crazy time, and then even being in a hospital, only one person, which was Marcus, could be in a hospital. Mm-hmm. So. But to me, that first like touch and that I bond know, is so, so important. important. So, so COVID or not, like I no, know. I'm gonna hold my baby. <laughs> like, would you be able to sign off on that? Like saying I, yeah. I like you know, like you know, what I, I, I yeah. acknowledge the risk yes. and I plan on taking them. Yeah. Like no, I'm holding my baby. It, it was it's me and baby. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Girl. So it was it was definitely a trying like last three to four months of just mm-hmm. being very cautious and not wanting to get it because they were at that point very strict wow yeah and just going back to delivery where did you deliver at howard county general okay. in columbia yeah okay and they allowed one visitor one visitor the entire time the entire time could you interchange visitors like if um he left would someone else be able to come in nope really because my mom wanted to come she was like can i just stand outside the hospital I was like, it's up to you <laughs> wow. but you can't come in because mm-hmm. i really wanted my mom if yeah. i had two people it would have been marcus and my mother absolutely yeah mm-hmm. so I was very sad that she couldn't come in at all. And again, like it being so new, Mm -hmm. what was also irritating was that like Marcus can go and come into the hospital because some hospitals, once you stay, you stay. Mm -hmm. But they allowed him to like go get me clothes or go get stuff like that. So that at that point, I even asked like, if that's the case, can we switch off Mm -hmm. and have my? They're like, no, only one visitor. Visitor restrictions wow. vary so much um, at, from hospitals yeah. to hospitals, and that's just so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like that impacted some of the social stressors and mental mm-hmm. stressors that we saw in women mm-hmm. that were giving birth. Um, do you feel like that had any impact while you oh, were actually in delivery? Definitely, because mm. I was scared. I, <laughs> as, I was a, scared. as a first-time mom. As a first-time mom, yeah. he don't know what he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And it's like, I know he did. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, like, my mom having birth five, I just, mm. you know, I just wanted her to be there to calm right. me down. Right. So she, we call, we talked frequently on the phone, but at the point I was like, I didn't feel like having this phone in my ear. I didn't want to hear, like, her on the speaker, anybody on the speakerphone. I just wanted to, like, focus on my deep breathing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But to have her there just to kind of talk me through it, um, that's something I would have would have loved mm-hmm. for her yeah. to be. No, absolutely. I yeah. feel like those, the support system, obviously it's your partner, right? Yes. So your significant other, in this mm-hmm. case, your, your husband's. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of black women, I always strongly suggest, have doulas too. Like mm-hmm. I, I suggest you have that support system. And then usually your moms. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's like a given. Like, yeah, right. lady, you done been through this a couple times at least. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to help yeah. me out. Yeah. But it's funny that she mentioned doula because they did say that if I did have one, they can come. So I actually gave my mom information. I was like, how long does it take for you to be a doula? Because I found this out in like October that they said that. The doula and one visitor? No, yes. So the doula and Marcus could have came. came. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I was looking, I was doing some research to see how long is that program or certificate to become a doula uh-huh. to let my mom <laughs> get, get through to the, get to, to get through it. She's like, Mar, I'm too old to be going to school. I'm like, I was like, come on, come I know on. some right. programs too. <laughs> She's like, no, Mar. I was like, okay, all right. Wow. But I did try. Yep, she they did. I remember that because 
I remember doing some research to okay. Have her do a it. lot of hospitals weren't allowing doulas to come into the. Oh, really? really? Yes, they did not consider them part of like ancillary staff. Mm. So I, I mean, I really appreciate that Howard did wow. yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was really one visitor, or some people didn't even allow visitors depending on like what month you were giving <sighs> birth. Like it was really in and out. Like wow. um, no. So going to Sherelle <laughs> and you being. <laughs> delivering at home uh-huh. let's talk about that a little bit more in depth what sure. made you choose that decision so for me i've always been so intrigued by birth like we what, know way, uh, <laughs> way, opposite. way before i got pregnant mm-hmm. way before i was even wanting kids way before i got married i was oh, wow. like very intrigued by birth and then as i went down a rabbit hole i was like a home birth mm-hmm. a midwife yeah. like all things natural that's my bag like, it is <laughs> I love it. So I've always wanted a home birth. Mm -hmm. And then with the pandemic, it just like solidified it even more Mm -hmm. because I'm like, this is to me, it felt like the safer way. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to be in a hospital. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to be around people or whatever, Mm -hmm. even though like all of John's family was there. (laughs) Yeah. My, so John's mom, his two sisters, his brother, my mom and my sister were all in our apartment. (laughs) When we talk about a village, (laughs) A tribe. Yes. yes. And that's how I wanted it yeah. because I wanted everybody there to witness it. Yeah. Because I, I was, I love birth. I think it's beautiful. So I wow. wanted everybody there. Aww. But you know what? I and like the midwife that. and her assistant. But I oh, love wow. that because mm-hmm. like uh, oftentimes, especially during the pandemic, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people were able to get the opportunity exactly. that she had. Yeah. Right. Like Amara literally just said she had Palmer. Right. Like, right. Like, right. We we're both it. learning together. Yeah. <laughs> like swaddling. Exactly. Whereas you had, I feel like you had professionals. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and you you always do thorough research. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure you weren't nervous about any of those other things um, associated with it. I'd be more nervous about getting COVID or somebody else giving me COVID Mm -hmm. in the hospital than at home. Right. 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 Exactly. So um, I guess when we talk about support, you had all of the support. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Do you feel? I mean, I I think a a lot of the focus here, especially given birth. Mm during the COVID pandemic, I want to really tailor towards the the lack of support or the, the mm-hmm. enormous support that mm-hmm. you did have. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though giving birth or just the journey itself, even going down to the baby showers, I, you guys both had epic baby showers, <laughs> by the way. Like, let me just tell the audience. <laughs> For us to be in the height of a pandemic. I know, right? I know. Oh my gosh. We had some epic baby showers mm-hmm. from these two. Oh. But do you feel like that influenced any of your decisions? Would you still have had the outside baby shower or? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I love being outside. My we, wedding was outside. Yeah. Everything was Everything outside. is outside. Okay. So, but that helped even yeah. more to yeah. solidify like, yes, let's have it outside okay. because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. And at yeah. least people can feel more comfortable mm-hmm. if they decide to come. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was all family there too. Yeah. Right. It was only family. Well, yeah. it was a couple friends, but yeah. yeah. Close friends. Exactly. Very right. close friends. Mm-hmm. And then for you. You had the entire world. I know. <laughs> and it was so crazy because it was in April. And I feel like that's when, like, there was a period with COVID where it was kind of slowed down and it picked yeah. back up again. It was mm-hmm. around that time. I was like, oh a new gosh. variant had yep. just popped up. Yep. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I've already booked the venue. I'm like, all I can do is just pray. It, it went well. Yeah. yeah it went well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of take it back because we already talked about, you know, the actual part of where you gave birth and the mm-hmm. support you had. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the journey with the prenatal visits um, mm-hmm. the, okay. or the natal period visits mm-hmm. um, and the use of digital health devices. Mm-hmm. Um, 
did you speak with your providers in person, virtually? How did that work for you, Sherelle? So with my midwife, I only spoke to her through telehealth. Did you meet we, her through telehealth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the first initial consultation we had with her was through video. Wow. I did not meet her until the day of the birth. Wow. In person. I, I never saw this woman until the day of the birth. Wow. Okay. And the only time I went in person for things was for ultrasound mm-hmm. and taking my blood mm-hmm. drawn. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't with her. It was through mm-hmm. like other facilities yeah. or whatever. Um, but she was so like warming i loved her spirit mm-hmm. everything so i felt like i knew her already yeah. but all everything we did was through video and what i liked about it is that i heard a lot of other people who went in person could only go by themselves like yep. they couldn't bring their husbands yeah. so with me john got to sit with me Aww. for each visit mm-hmm. and she sent us a package of everything we needed so like the um the doppler What's oh yeah called? to check your heart yeah yeah, yeah yeah to the check the baby's heart, heart rate, rate. Mm-hmm. um uh, tethoscope. Oh. She sent urine, sent urine strips, yeah. all of that. So we did everything at wow. home, and John wow. did. John was the doctor, doctor. Oh, at wow. home. Doctor John, yeah. and that's I what know. she would call him because <laughs> <laughs> I've learned so much new stuff. Oh here. He did gosh. such a good job, mm-hmm. and I think it's because he works with the elderly, and so yeah. he's familiar with stuff with like that. that. Stuff. Yeah. Wow. But she wow. would call him Dr. John, and he did everything, and she would just, like, walk him through it. Mm-hmm. We would show her the results of things, yeah. and she would listen for the heartbeat so she could tell, tell the yeah. rate mm-hmm. and all of that. But, yeah, everything was at home, wow. except when we went for the ultrasound. It sounds like you had just such an amazing experience I using did. telehealth services. I really did. And it really – do you feel like it – I mean, it seems like you felt just that support never having met her mm-hmm. in person. Right, right. I did. And I would have liked to meet her in person just to have that in-person so energy yeah. change, but – Everything went so smooth telehealthly. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. Telehealthly. That's a word today. Yeah. That's a word today. <laughs> that it worked out. Wow. Yeah, it worked out. That is so interesting. But it's funny because in your intro, when you talked about inequality, mm-hmm. it, you still have, it's still a level of privilege that I have to have been able to do telehealth and even have a midwife because insurance doesn't cover midwives. You have mm. to pay for that out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can try to get reimbursed later. Wow. But it's out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And to have the devices to even speak to her, yeah. telehealth, and for her to send all of that stuff. But the biggest thing is paying her out of pocket. Yeah. And it's still cheaper than the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But because you have to pay for it out of pocket, it, it's they, more yeah. expensive. It's still mm-hmm. expensive. Mm-hmm. It's still an added cost, you mm-hmm. know. My sister know is a that. midwife, yeah. but she works under her nursing license mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she, when she bills, it's still under the the certified nurse or registered uh-huh. nurse role. Mm-hmm. But um, if she was to operate as a midwife outside, yep. it would be everything would be out of pocket. Yeah, is it because of the risk? That's I why I think it depends on the midwife, maybe. Yeah, this, it depends on your education level. Um, wow. Because if a nurse, if you are a nurse midwife, <laughs> it's a little bit different than a regular like traditional practicing midwife yeah okay um but it, there is an enormous risk associated with yeah. midwives but mm-hmm. they're so i mean let's talk about holistic journeys versus mm-hmm. like i know i mean i appreciate a midwife now my midwife was also a doctor of naturopathic so she's a naturopathic doctor as well uh, of course she would have so. one of those uh, no. <laughs> no wonder why you loved her so uh, much no. <laughs> that is a good she was one truly yes. perfect. so she and she was a black woman so yeah. Check off. Triple threat. Yes. Check it all just, off. I was yes. just going to go into that because I yes. feel like it's so necessary. I mean, it you don't have to, mm-hmm. but I do feel like that makes the bond a little bit easier oh, and yes, the yes, process definitely. a little definitely. easier. Yes. Um, what about your gynecologist, I'm assuming? Yes. Was so it? She, 
So during the journey, Marcus could not come with me. Mm-hmm. And of course, the establishment. So where I went to was, um, it was in Maplelawn. Um, I forgot. The, I forgot the name. But <laughs> what was frustrating was in the basement. So mm-hmm. I didn't have service. Well, it was like on the ground floor. Oh, so okay. my service was horrible. Mm-hmm. So the times oh. that I wanted to like video FaceTime chat, him. FaceTime mm-hmm. him, it was kind of sketchy, and it was like we couldn't really communicate. So all I could do was just give him a summary Mm-mm. of what, yeah, of what happened. So wow. it was very frustrating. Yeah. Um, but all my appointments, the only appointment he was able to go to was on our my eighth month. Are you serious? Yep. And that's when they actually told me like your amniotic fluid is low, so you need to go to the hospital so if he wasn't there with me i would have been calling him from work like um i need to go to the hospital right now because four days later is when tegan came so yeah so he was not allowed to come to any of the why was he allowed to come to the eight month because that one we were able to do the growth it was more not invasive but kind of invasive um, okay not (coughs) procedure but they did they hooked me up to the fetal monitoring Mm -hmm. they were able to do check her length and stuff like that so he was able to see all of that oh okay as opposed to like you know, the beginning ones was just doing the heart rate. And mm-hmm. I think I only had like two vaginal um, experiences where they just checked, you know, to see mm-hmm. where she was. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm. so it was, it was, but I was, I was thinking about your experience. I mm-hmm. think for me being in the health field, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have been so OCD. I don't think I would allow Marcus to do anything. He wouldn't be <laughs> Dr. Marcus. <laughs> No. It'd be, it'd be, you're talking about if he was at home? If I was at it'd home. It'd be double Dr. Mark. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I got, I got it. it. I, I can do this. <laughs> but no, I Dr. love Mark. that you guys are able to do Because I was just thinking, because you said that John being in the health field mm-hmm. as well. And I just know yeah. maybe I would know. And, and also, knowing your husband, he would have leaned on you to do that too. Exactly. He <laughs> would like, just uh, be my assistant. My nurse assistant. Like, I laid out the strips here for <laughs> you. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly, to wow. a T, yes. Wow. So yeah. do you feel like that may have impacted just the experience in general? Like you were allowed to go in person. Yes. But with Marcus not being able to go to any of your bu- visits beforehand mm-hmm. d- and also understanding that mm-hmm. he has to develop rapports with people to really – Yeah. Do you feel like that may have been any – So another thing that was kind of frustrating, so I really connected with my the NP who I met. Her name mm. is Laura. She was awesome. So I, I asked her, I said, so are, will you be the one delivering? So she said, possibly. I said, why do you say possibly? Mm-hmm. She said, because there's five other physicians that work underneath this um, establishment. Mm-hmm. So depending on when Who's she comes on call yeah. is who. So literally every time I, I <clears throat> had my appointment, I met with someone different. Mm. Yeah, just to get a rapport. Mm-hmm. And they know me and I know them right. in case when Tegan was to come, at least... Okay. You know who's walking I in know the room. Who's walk- you know not exactly. to cuss them out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, who are you? Right. You can stay. I know. So that, I feel like that was a disadvantage mm-hmm. of the whole process because I would have loved to have that one person. Yeah. And during that whole journey, like, you, wow. and, you know me and I know you. Right. As opposed to knowing different people. Different people. And that's another reason I opted for the home birth mm-hmm. because I knew, like, that happens where mm-hmm. they have to – you have to meet all the doctors. Mm-hmm. And all, on you staff. don't know who you're yeah. going to get. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, nah, I need me and you. We <laughs> yeah, did we this. Yeah. 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 So exactly. I need so you to be here. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, she was not there. The MP that I that, that I, you wanted. That I wanted. But I actually ended up getting my, we will talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got that question. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not on my list. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so going back, I just want to switch gears because I have a quick question about yes. you going in person. Mm-hmm. Did they even offer telehealth services to you? Hmm, that's a good question. If they, if they did, I'm still an in-person person. I don't like telehealth. Okay, let's go into yeah. it. Let's dive deeper. <laughs> yeah. Especially Why? during the pandemic, yes. yeah. knowing you had caught COVID twice. Twice, I know. <laughs> I just that's interesting. I don't I don't I'm more of like you like I'm more of an energy person yeah. and mm-hmm. just sitting in it for me just sitting in a chair and, and I'm telling you my problems mm-hmm. I want you to look at my assess me because mm-hmm. I think me working in a health field the mm-hmm. first when I look and go into a patient's room I'm already assessing them I'm mm-hmm. seeing how they're they're leaning they're lying and they're I'm already yeah. Yeah. yeah and I can already be like okay this something is going on right and I think that's part of the reason why I was like I rather me go in person so even the way i'm walking I'm like oh wait a minute mm-hmm. so that's how i okay i want them to see so me. it seems like a little bit of a healthcare professional bias <laughs> I know. which is, is which is fine yeah. and i and i received that because yeah. i never thought about it oh i thought i heard something <laughs> i never thought about it from that aspect yeah i just always saw like the all the benefits mm-hmm. of using digital health services yeah. like I never, but I also never thought about how Sherelle had so much access. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I knew that it provided additional access, mm-hmm. but to have the opportunity to be with one person throughout yeah. your entire journey That's and awesome. really develop that bond. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for you to be with several people yeah. without having your husband in there. Yeah. Um, that's just a, it's a interesting interesting point in mm-hmm. itself mm-hmm. do you feel as though and i'm not talking to you amara um, <laughs> i'm talking to you specifically do you feel as though now that we're moving into a different part of covid mm-hmm. pandemic mm-hmm. Um, that you would be open to using telehealth services for other types of situations things of that nature and i was gonna say actually i would have preferred to meet her in person yeah I, that's what i was mm-hmm. thinking yeah even despite the pandemic because i wanted the same thing i wanted her to like because this is my first pregnancy i don't know yeah. what's yeah. what mm-hmm. i want you to look at yeah. me yeah. like how am i carrying myself <laughs> yeah. is this baby sitting right, right. Mm-hmm. so and it's a plot twist because she was mm. a, a wonderful person but in the end i would have not gone with her as my midwife her spirit was told me. Yes, her was spirit like, was beautiful, everything, but she was not on it. It was hard to get in touch with her. After, and I don't know if we can get into this later or not, but after my baby was born, she did not come back to check on my baby. Mm. That's we what could, I was going to get into. <laughs> yeah. That was literally my next question. Yes. Mm. So wait, let's, let's, I have some, okay, this is layered. The sink, sink came late, right? Yes. Okay. He came a week late. Okay. Okay, so you're going through the birthing journey. We're mm-hmm. having the, we're having all these appointments, mm-hmm. right? You deliver, or you go into the delivery room, mm-hmm. or into your living Labor. room. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door. <laughs> you wobble into a pool. Was, was it in a baby? Yeah, pool? I oh, had okay. a birthing pool. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a baby pool. <laughs> a birthing pool. Oh gosh, <laughs> they are going to write me a new one if they listen to this. Um, I swear I know what I'm talking about. So. You go into the birthing pool Mm -hmm. and you have this big support system. You have this Mm -hmm. big village. Mm -hmm. You have Marcus. Mm -hmm. Um, With that being said, when the provider or the the gynecologist, the midwife walked in, Mm -hmm. did you feel like they were there ready to be riding? Yes. Okay. So when she was there in person, I had all of her. Like Mm -hmm. She She was was, engaged. She was was engaged. She was locked in. Mm -hmm. She was doing whatever I needed. Mm -hmm. She was assisting in any way I needed. Mm -hmm. And with midwifery, what I've learned is that they let you take the lead. So like Mm -hmm. whatever you do, they just going to support you. They follow. Yes, exactly. She wasn't really dictating to me 
what needed to be done, even though she probably should have done that because Mm. I found out because I labored in the birthing pool the whole time. And I found out that that actually slows your labor. Because you would I had 36 hours, a 36 hour labor. And yes. So apparently my mother told me that her assistant told her that shouldn't she get out the pool and because start walking and, yes yeah. because this is going to this is slowing down her labor mm-hmm. shouldn't she walk around or mm-hmm. whatever she was like oh yeah i guess so but <laughs> like i said when she was there she was all in yeah. but it was hard to get in contact with her she would not respond to text messages like this it was be before delivery before de- during pregnancy before delivery mm-hmm. It got to the point where after Saint was born, we had to call her husband because she was not answering. And John was like, John had to talk to her. Oh, you know, and, uh, and you know, in that state, you just gave birth. Your yes. emotions are all over the all place. Over the Your place. hormones are and all over the place. And rightfully so. Yes. Yeah. So John had to talk to her because I had nothing nice to say. No. So we had to call her husband to get in contact with her. He was like, I had to ask Cheryl, didn't we pay her her money? Because she acting like we didn't, we didn't pay, pay her. her. Yes. And what did she say? Like, what? I mean, she said that, and I get it, I guess, but she is the only operating midwife in her practice. So she does everything. She meets with all of her patients. Mm-hmm. She, and you can text her. Like, you can text her. She'll text back. You can mm-hmm. call her whenever mm-hmm. she'll call back. But she was exhausted, basically. So literally. basically, she got burnt out. Because she got burnt out. I'm sure during the COVID pandemic, exactly. she probably had way Business more was booming. Booming. Yes, yes. But my thing is, like, scale that. yourself yeah. in the right way because this is a huge part of somebody's life. Yeah. Yes, and that goes back to, oh, gosh, I, I'm about to go into a so whole different much. tangent. <laughs> but this is all about supply and demand issues, yes, right? Yeah. Because yes. when we talk about, you know, it's a blessing to have access to midwives. It's mm-hmm. a blessing to have access to doulas. It's a blessing mm-hmm. to have access to telehealth services. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about these issues and, you know, they want to gear up or – you know, expand their practice. Mm-hmm. You can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I know you said she had an assistant, but she probably needed an operational. She did. Assistant. That's exactly what she, she needed administrative. Yes. Assistant. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, <clears throat> and I feel like sometimes, and I'm not saying it was her, <laughs> but sometimes a, a little greed can take over at times. Yes. And yeah. it makes the, you, like you said, you're yep. having a life event. Exactly. Yeah. This, this affects the whole life course, yes. you know, like exactly. The, and so having mm-hmm. Sainty Poo and you know, I mean like yeah. we got questions. <laughs> right. Yeah. Want answers. right. Yeah. So that's, un- that's yeah. unfortunate. And luckily he was extremely healthy. He's yeah. a very healthy baby. Yeah. But what but if he wasn't? Exactly. Like we had to wait a week before, cause John eventually found somebody else, like a, oh, another wow. pediatrician to, to look at Saint. And we, it was a week later. And their baby's supposed to be checked 24 hours later, 48 hours later, a fucking week later. Talk about pissed. I was pissed. And rightfully so. Yes. I'm like, I have chills because I'm so frustrated at the the lack of, and then you were paying out of pocket. Yes. I know. Girl. Not for nothing. And John was like, you, Sherelle has literally been looking forward to this for a very long time, like way before she got pregnant. He said, you literally ruined her whole birthing, like, or having a baby experience. And it got to the point where I was not taking her calls anymore. She was blowing up my phone. She ended up sending Uber Eats, like, um, Cold Stone to our house, like food. She was sending food daily to our house it, because she I'm felt because her. she knew what she did. Yeah, and she then gave us a year free of pediatric care for Saint. Aww. After that, it's not all. I mean, yeah, no. because still, yeah. Yeah. with you, the pediatric care, we still couldn't get in touch with her. And, but and 
but you, this is how you know that you were doing wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. if you have accepted fault to that degree mm-hmm. that you're offering me a year, a mm-hmm. year of free services. And I think health. what she did just me working in the health field, I think she prioritized her patients because she knew, okay, Cheryl had a healthy mm-hmm. pregnancy. Yep. St. Louis good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put her in the bottom of the yep. list. Yep. And that's what I feel too. Uh, yeah. Because yes. I can, just me, you know, like I said, working in health field, that's mm-hmm. something. That's how the list work. Mm-hmm. That's how, yeah. That's how yeah. the list And but, I'm like. And that's I, unfortunate I was, as a first time mom. Like, is, I would have yeah. kind of bumped you up because you have questions. Yeah. and the, Especially yeah. those Week. next visits, which are so critical. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. those, those should have already been scheduled. Like, well, I know I'm getting exactly. out the door, but I'm going to speak with your husband exactly. and get these exactly. appointments scheduled. Yes. Exactly. And I'm like, have any of her other patients experienced this? I'm like, it can't just be us. Oh, no, it can't just not. be us. Mm-mm. And then I find out somebody on social media who was big had her as a midwife, mm-hmm. and she had a beautiful experience. Of course, a- apparently she the priority. She, she was mm-hmm. there right away for the birth. She came back afterwards for the birth. I mean, for the baby mm-hmm. to check on the baby the and everything. Okay. Yes, and I'm just like, well, what was it? about us that she could not be there the priority level yeah. that's and that's really my people my people my <sighs> people when we i'm so mad i i still get so upset about it and <sighs> it's crazy because to this day the very last message i sent her was because you know what i think at a year they get blood work to check mm-hmm. everything yeah. and i was like hey did you get saint's blood work back no response I still, this was back in september maybe we're in november now mm-hmm. no response and we already knew we was going to try to find another doctor anyway because yeah. she was not holding up anything. No. She was not holding anything. And I'm like, at this point, you are literally putting my baby's health in jeopardy. Exactly. Because what if I don't know anything, anything. that's going on exactly. or anything that's happening? And I'm like, I want to find her on the street. I want oh. to run into her on the street. Please. Let I me hope Saints is with you because you <laughs> I'm really want to hold so, you back. I'm so thankful that saint is very healthy seriously and he is doing the because we are literally left to our own devices we're literally we were literally left to ourselves that whole year and that's why i say yeah she gave us a year free but you weren't even present yeah yeah exactly so so when his three months and six months that's who he went to yes Yep. Wow. And the only time she was still doing telehealth at that point. So the okay. only time we saw her in person was I think his three month. Okay. No, his one month. One month. His okay. one month okay. is when we saw her in person. Did Everything. she have an office? She did. So she worked out of a holistic health mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess she was just trying to try out like how would it be if I went back into the office? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because after that one month appointment, she went back to everything being video. And at that point, I'm like, no, you need to see, see him, him in person. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. So did she only offer system. telehealth services? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yep. interesting. Yep. All right. Because I feel like I feel like the best or the sweet spot, in my opinion, is to have a hybrid model. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. So to n- yeah. know that she only offered telehealth mm-hmm. when you are <laughs> pregnant yes. and get, have get recently yes. given birth. Mm-hmm. And then your doctor only offered in person. In person. Mm-hmm. So how did she listen to him? Like, feel his, like, frontals and... Well, she did all of that at the one month. I guess after that, it wasn't necessary. I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. Because at least for, like, for Tegan, she had her three months, six months, I think nine months. Mm -hmm. It was every three months. It was every three months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, she did eight, uh, six, I think 17 months she did. And then now it'll be when she's two. Right. Up until a year. It's every three months. Yes. Yes. And then after that, it's. So, like, 
the way her pediatric, like she has, of course, listened to her lungs and hearts like that. Mm-hmm. And she was saying like her frontonels, like this one is, she would feel it like, mm-hmm. okay, it's a dime size. This one will be closing soon. She will assess her head because of, you know, mm-hmm. being open. So I'm just right. thinking, I'm like, yeah. And she has, she has a hernia too. So she, mm-hmm. you know, she's monitoring that because she was like, you know, as she gets older, it might go, because she has an outlet. Is it her belly button? Her belly button, yeah. yeah. Saint had the same thing. Oh, so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I know <Little> cousins, <laughs> right? But like cousins. she assesses that, and uh-huh. she like she said, okay, it's going down because she was saying if her being a girl, mm-hmm. if she wants to, you know, have a baby, mm-hmm. we might consider surgery. But for not right now, she's like, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Surgery mm-hmm. is gonna be out the question. So I'm thinking all of those things. Exactly. Is, I have questions. I'm exactly. Like, Literally, all I had on my side was God because God is good. if anything happened or if anything was wrong, yeah. like we wouldn't have known. We would have not known. I did not think of that. Me yeah. either. I thought he was actually going. No. But do you see why it's so important to have these conversations yes. like, out loud? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's no amount of research that would have given me that. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's yeah. no amount of and research. And like I said, being a first-time mom, I don't know what I don't know. No. I don't know, like, okay, mm-hmm. is it okay that he's only being seen telehealthly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Does he need to be seen in person? Yeah. At least and, for the first year, I feel And like. I feel like yeah. that's when it becomes critical. So, like, when I say I'm a proponent and an advocate for digital health services, mm-hmm. it's really prior to birth. Like, yes. mm-hmm. right, like right. Yeah. there's only, and even then I, you know, you should still have your ultrasound appointments right. and yeah. things of that yeah. nature, mm-hmm. sonograms, whatever mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. But after you give birth, like those, those visits should already be scheduled. Exactly. Yeah. How long has she been in practice? A very long time. I feel time. like it's been a long time. It's been since the early 2000s. And mm-hmm. if you don't mind me asking, is she, is she located in Baltimore? She's in D.C. She's in mm-hmm. D- D.C. She's a D.C. D.C. She's, she lives in Silver Spring, but mm-hmm. she is practices. like, her she practices. But her office was in Columbia. <laughs> but she, mm-hmm. like, says she's a D.C. Yeah. that mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of uh, a clout there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I feel, yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yes. And that's probably, you probably, yes. doing your research, were like, she's amazing. Yes. She's mm. it. She looks great on paper, paper, like amazing. And when I tell you her spirit, it captivates you. Yeah. And I'm like, is this all just like a part of your scheme mm. in a sense? Like, because you're so personable and you're so lovable. Why and- does she have an assistant? Like an actual admin. And she told John, like, I'm, I'm going to bring on an admin. Like, Out this- of all these years. Yes, I'm going to. Because she, said I, can't, she yeah. said I can't keep running it like a mom and pops. She said, I've gotten, the demand has gone up so high since mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I can't keep running it like a mom and pops. And I'm thinking, still, <laughs> even before the pandemic, how did you do this? Yeah. How? Was the demand just not that high? I, I don't. I don't. But what I will say is because she was so late to getting back to you, she was late to getting back to you because she's so honed in on you when she's with you. Mm-hmm. So when we had our appointments, if they were, she always scheduled hour long appointments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they ran over. Sometimes they were hour and fifteen minutes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they were hour and a half. Like she didn't keep you like constricted or like felt like you were rushing. You or had anything. her time. You, you had her time. And that will that will mind mind fuck me. Yeah, because it's like during my whole process, you were mm-hmm. you were focused, mm-hmm. and the fact that even after an hour, you still it wasn't like you know, you had to cut me off or anything like that. So I expected that same treatment even afterward. Yes. Yeah. So she's really engaged when you're face to face. When you have her. The key is getting her though. Mm. It's hard to get her. But once you have her, it's amazing. Wow. And I'm like, this is an abusive relationship. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's 
giving. Yes. Like, I mean, she knows how to, like, I mean, she's a master. She knows she how to run a diamond yeah. once she has you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you had a good overall experience while she was there, which mm-hmm. is really the whole after period, yeah. which is it also was so critical. The after period. Yeah. Yes. That's so the most critical to me. Yeah. So did she ask you after you had Saint, like, did you do like a depression screening? Did she do that for you? What is that? Oh, gosh. No, really, what is that? Are you serious? Yeah. So, <clears throat> after we after I gave birth to Tegan, they gave me a questionnaire just to see how I was feeling. And they did it weekly for at least three weeks where just to see how my mood was. Because it's funny because Marcus said, what about me? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, there are different types. There's different names for these screenings. Yeah. But uh, more often than not, especially during the pandemic, Post-po- they were mm-hmm. they were given to assess po- postpartum depression. depression. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. But most, I mean, most women had postpartum depression yeah. because you, you're giving birth during the pandemic. Yes. Like, I don't yes. think you, like, I'm, I'm so thankful that they're here. You guys are mm-hmm. healthy, safe, mm-hmm. everything. But during the pandemic, those stressors, like, yeah. it's a blessing that you guys did what you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I will say is that I didn't get it from her. No. Mm-hmm. But I had trouble breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So... It was just rough. It was very painful. My mm-hmm. nipples cracked. Like, mm-hmm. Saint wasn't latching on that well. Mm-hmm. We ended up finding out that he needed his tongue tie clipped oh, or okay. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But we found that out because John, once again, found... Um, a lactation? A lactation. Yeah. Lacti- yes. Mm-hmm. It was called the Nest Collaborative or something like mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. And they asked me those questions. They mm-hmm. asked, like, how are you feeling? Like... How do you feel most days or yeah, whatever? Yeah. And they were the ones who told me, like, maybe he needs his tongue tied mm-hmm. or whatever. But she was supposed to offer those services yeah, as well. Yeah. She was supposed to offer the lactation. And she and would have noticed noticed that immediately. Immediately. Had she done the Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nope. We had to outsource that. Now, luckily, that was free because, like, your first six appointments or whatever with them mm-hmm. oh, is wow. covered by insurance. Like, okay. they literally saved my breastfeeding journey really? for real because... It was rough. It was really hard. And they and most moms and that give was, up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, literally. No. I heard that first bite. Yes. Like you'd be like, what? I know. <laughs> yeah. And that was all through telehealth too. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed at how much she could sh- see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And too, like, because they're, they're 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 looking at the boobs yeah. all day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yes. And then so the telehealth platform was it like just a FaceTime or were you using actual platforms when you with, with the midwife? Team? It was an actual platform. I forget what it was called. Mm-hmm. It was, it's free though. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what's it. What's it called? There's not a lot. Zoom. Not Zoom. It's specifically for like healthcare. I forget what it's oh. called. There's several. Yeah. I forget. Not WebEx. No. Okay. And Ooh. then with the Nest Collaborative, I, I don't know what they were using mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Mm. I forget though. Wow. Yeah. I learned a lot today. <laughs> no, seriously. No, seriously. Yeah. Those. Uh, first... I wish you can get both worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, just hearing your story with you know birthing at. I wish I had the strength. You did though. I did, but, and I don't want you to discount that because yeah. I think what people fail to realize is even if you get an epidural, you yeah. still have to labor oh, up yeah. into that epidural. Yeah. Like yeah. that's still not no no, no light joke. work. Yeah. yeah. It's Come still. On. Look at you giving the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> giving the flowers. Giving birth is giving birth, whichever yeah. way you give yeah. it. Like it's yeah. still very rough. Yeah. Every C-section, vaginal, yeah. epidural, and you no. have to realize you did it under serious circumstances. Yes. Like 
most people, if you think about pre-COVID times, like you could have that village in the room with you. It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, somebody got to step out, but right. like they didn't technically have to step out. Like you would have to be forced to step right. out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. To really just have to lean on your husband at mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And not for nothing, but I can only imagine, like, I would need my mother in yeah. that room. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I'd yeah. probably be like, well, Mel, we can <laughs> you can put on the, throw <laughs> this wig on. That's the thing, like, right. you guys know Marcus, like, he's very, he's very passionate, but mm-hmm. sometimes the way he conveys it, it's it can be very abrasive. Mark. No, yeah. sometimes abrasive. So, oh, like, for okay. me, on Friday when I went for my appointment, they told me I had low amniotic fluids. So, they're like, oh, just go to the hospital, get some, some fluids, mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. I was like, oh, okay, but... Actually, they wanted to um, basically induce me. Mm-hmm. So I was in the hospital from Friday up until almost a week because I had her on Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I got my three bags of fluids. I went, did a scan. They're like, yeah, it hasn't moved. So he was just like, but she got three bags. What are y'all doing? Did it? But mm. I know my mom being in health field, she mm-hmm. would have asked them kindly. Mm-hmm. But for him, he just couldn't grasp the fact like, She's already gotten three bags. Mm-hmm. She's con- you guys want to induce her. She is, she's hurting. She's this. She's that. Mm-hmm. And it's like I had to more so calm him down mm-hmm. because I know how he could get. Mm-hmm. And especially for him not meeting all of the physicians. Exactly. Oh. I think that also was a disadvantage because yeah. I kind of knew like her heart. Like, okay, she she means well. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus, just, just relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it's funny because the one doctor, she was – she wanted me to have a C-section. She was very adamant about me getting a C-section. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my sister's best friend is a doctor. She's a gynecologist. And mm-hmm. I was calling her, and she was just like, Amari, you're not ready for... How many hours? It wasn't even that long. And I was upset because, she, I mean, my sister's friend is a gynecologist. She's very... Um, she's black, and she's, she just doesn't like C-section, especially for black yeah. women. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not for us. They're yes. not for us. They're and she, for us. and yes. she knows that. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, no, I was telling her what the, the Pitocin rate. She's like, no, they need to increase it. They need to do this. And this black doctor was not for it. I think for her, she was just trying to get in and out. And get see, rid of it. Yep. what I want to say about that too, mm-hmm. is that we try to find black physicians. We try to find, and do, uh, do you, you still have to advocate for yes, yourself. You, you have still to. have to, because yeah. All can all skin folk ain't, ain't your kin folk. Yes. <laughs> no, that is the line. That is yes, the word, and yes. I will stand beside it. And, yes. that's- and I felt like with me finding my midwife, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, she's black, perfect. We yeah. ain't gonna have no problems." And I let a lot of stuff slide because she, she was, was black. black, and yeah. I was like, "She got, she got me though." Yeah, and I was like, "No, I still needed to advocate mm-hmm. for myself, yeah. absolutely, yeah. a lot, absolutely." And I was upset because she was actually African too. I'm like, "Oh, Dang. we're good." I was very upset. So when she. When she got off that morning, I was like, praise be. So mm-hmm. the next one who was also black, she was American. Mm-hmm. She was awesome. She was, she was, and when I even told her the plan, she's like, no, we're not doing a C-section. Mm-hmm. She did know, further it's, it's yes. assessment and examination. She's like, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to put fluids inside of you instead of, you know, yeah. through inter- intravenously. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful did she birthing. Do, did she end up doing Yes. Because you know what I will say? At the end of the day, they all operate under one practice, but that mm-hmm. person that actually delivers, and especially if it's a serious C-section, mm-hmm. um, that's more expensive. Yeah. So they're able yeah. to build that. Like, you, you get billed mm. at the totality of mm-hmm. it, but the C-section is more expensive than a v- vaginal mm-hmm. um, birth. And then whoever ends up getting that. So, like, she probably knew that, hey, if she doesn't do this with me right now, she's not going to deliver vaginally no. later. Yeah. Or right now, during yeah. this time mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm about to clock out. I could get this money right now. Because mm-hmm. she's going to get a higher percentage compared to the rest of the doctors. Of really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the person. That, so, like, if you have a practice that they operate under a parent, like a parent, um, 
whatever. Mm -hmm. They're all seeing you. So as she mentioned, they're all seeing you. Right. But you don't actually get paid until the birth. The birth. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the C-sections, like I said, are more expensive. Right. But whoever signs off on that birth is getting a higher percentage compared to the rest of the doctors. Wow. More often than not. Some people mm -hmm. do split evenly, but that's mm -hmm. not really what happens yeah. in most places. So then in that case, how can you feel comfortable that your doctor is really doctoring for you and not for them? Hmm. And that's like another reason. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another reason I went with a midwife, even yeah. though you know I yeah. said all that stuff about yeah. her. Yeah. But it's still another reason I went with a midwife because, and it's just it's very hard to know who to trust. Yes, yeah. and that's why I feel like it's you know doulas are great resources. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I even was looking into a doula program myself. Mm -hmm. Not that I really love the birthing experience like you yeah. do, Shara, <laughs> but I really want to be there for our people. Yes. And when I say our people, yes. I say our people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like oftentimes people, we don't advocate enough for ourselves. Right. No. Like I've seen so many spaces. It's just not maternal and child health care. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen elderly. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen elderly. I've seen black women, black men in these different instances. Just mm -hmm. listen to the doctor. I'm like, why didn't you ask this? Yeah, yes. I didn't even talk to my mom. I'm like, no, put me on the phone. Mm -hmm. Because I have a list of questions, questions after this diagnosis right. that didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And um, doulas will stand beside you yes. a lot more. Yes. Like, and they're, they are there for you. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, the physician is there to CYA mm -hmm. and be there for the hospital. Yeah. Um, the midwife, they're there for you too. Mm -hmm. But I guess only to a degree. It, de it depends on your midwife. Just <laughs> yeah. like it depends on your doctor. <laughs> yeah, it depends point. on your doctor. Yeah. But, but they're there. They have to protect yeah. themselves because they're, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's the liability that they're running at yeah. for the hospital mm -hmm. and for their insurance. So mm -hmm. I, oh man, I didn't yeah. see this conversation going this <laughs> way. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. And I I didn't get a doula specifically because I had my mother and John's mother. And John's mother, he she go hard. Yeah. Like <laughs> we know <laughs> Shout out to Aunt Tracy. We know she, she don't play. She don't play. So she stayed with me the first two weeks after Saint was born. Yeah. And then my mother stayed the third week after okay. Saint was born. Yeah. And so sh she was there during a lot of the breastfeeding mm -hmm. problems. And she literally sat right next to me while yeah. we were on with the yeah. Nest yeah. Collaborative. Mm -hmm. So she wanted to go in on Kai and I held her back a lot. Mm. Like I held her back and my mother back a lot yeah. because they saw a lot that she was, that she didn't, that they didn't like during the birth too. Cause they're experienced. Yeah. So I have a question about that. Those mm. 36 hours mm -hmm. <laughs> or whenever you were in the pool, mm -hmm. do, was she getting paid overall or was she? No, getting, no. Okay. So we, she charged a fee that covered prenatal and then what was supposed to be postnatal okay. like those 48 out that mm -hmm. 24 48 hours mm -hmm. and the lactation help mm -hmm. um so no her however long i labored was going to be still the same price yeah yeah and maybe so she thought because she spent 36 hours got compensated no <laughs> because she also had a bachelorette party and near near where we were <laughs> near where we lived in cockiesville at the time for her sister-in-law that is, she was facilitating. This is so loaded. It's, it's, it's layers. It's layers. So she left for a little while during the labor. To go to a bachelor party? To, like, get things together for it. She 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 two-stepped a little bit. <laughs> There's no way she just went in. And so, and I guess to her reasoning, she was close. So if anything went down, she could hurry up and come back. But my both mothers were not happy. She's the midwife. Mm -hmm. And you were in active labor? Active labor, yes. The assistant was still there. But, but she can't do... 
she then both mothers were very upset that she and, and right mind you she, i'm in the, i'm in labor so you're, i'm you're trying to center yourself yes, mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on outside of me because i'm very like with yeah, yeah yes. i'm focused so nothing bothered me during the whole labor they, you know what because i that's, was just so but they that's the, that would be the hardest part for me yeah because i would have been not like, even lit looking at the water <laughs> and clearly she don't answer no phone right that is but, so strong wow yeah everything everything happened beautifully still yeah. thank god thank god that's why i said i literally only had god on my side because she was not there Sherelle, yeah. Sherelle, Sherelle. And that's why I say it was a plot twist. A book. It yeah. was an alley oop. No, because I, 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 the whole yeah. pregnancy was, it was a beautiful. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like, everything was great. So for, for things to be falling apart like that, at I'm the I'm going to be right back. Yeah, because, you know, the postnatal period is just as critical as the prenatal yes. period, yes. if not more. I was know. about to say, if not more. Yeah, yes. so I, yes. I feel like when we talk about the whole experience, if I feel like she got paid and mm-hmm. then was like all right well mm-hmm. now your lowest saint seems fine mm-hmm. like i'm gonna mm-hmm. go back to the yep yep exactly all the way after he's a year now and wow. some change wow. all the way after she's still on her same memo wow. if anybody listening wants access or wants to know the name i will share that <laughs> directly with you <laughs> So you know not to. So yeah. you know, yeah. I, and I feel like it's important for people to leave real reviews. Like mm-hmm. you don't know that type of and, stuff. And that's where I felt conflicted because I'm like, this is a black woman. She's doing. She's a naturopathic doctor. She's a midwife. She has all these like letters Athletes, after yeah. her name. And I'm like, I don't want to run her name through the mud. I don't want to affect her family yeah. and her livelihood. Yeah. But it, it puts me in a very difficult position sure. because I'm like. It's still not right. It's still yeah, not right what you're not, doing. But you know what? Yes, she has a family. Yes, she has a livelihood. But she needs to, it has to be a lesson learned. Like yeah. you have to, what, what can we learn from this? How can we grow as a community? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't want to hire an admin, I need to make sure other women know that, hey, this is what you're, this this is what what you're you getting. Get. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just has to be realistic because yeah. I mean, everybody doesn't have a healthy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. doesn't have healthy babies. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So to consider like you had such mm-hmm. a great experience, yeah. like, Everybody's baby didn't turn out like that's that. True. And I'm just that's I'm just true. thinking of just I didn't think about your that. your experience afterwards just I'm very frustrated. And yeah. like tell my me heart about it. because it's yeah. like I teared up if, when I was talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, what if you it wasn't was, as strong willed as you was, yes. especially with with um Saint having the tongue tied and stuff like mm-hmm. and you would have given up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and because she wasn't there yep. from the jump to be like, Oh, this is what's going on. Let me refer. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I'm telling you right now, I would have given up. Like, is that. <laughs> no, because my sister told me how that feels. It's the hardest. Yes. It's, and people think I've it's so natural. No. no. It's not. My it's sister not. had tried with every baby she had. She only has three kids. Mm-hmm. But she had tried with every baby. Mm-hmm. And every baby, like, after a couple weeks, she's like, yeah, it wasn't for me. It's truly <laughs> the hardest thing ever. It wasn't for Very me. Hard. And some people are like, put it on the net. I remember mm-hmm. my friend mm-hmm. Carrie with her twins, yeah. one on each whoop. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm like, yes. come on. Come on, super mom. Yes. It's not that easy. It's not. And we just stopped. Like, Mm -hmm. it's been like three weeks since we stopped breastfeeding. And I'm like, what would have happened? that's emotional too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What would have happened if I would have gave up early on? Like, we wouldn't have made it this far. Like, we made it this far, Saint. I'm like, I'm so proud of us. Yeah. Yeah. But what would have happened? Shout out to the Nuss Collaborative. Yes. No, seriously. Very much. And Jonathan doing the work. Dr. John. Yeah. I knew he was a super dad. I'm like, let me make sure I give John his flowers next time I see him. Because, yes, him and the Nuss Collaborative saved everything. Because those, I mean, I could even say for myself the first month 
is the hardest. Ooh, mm-hmm. Ooh, Jesus. The, like, I thank God for my my mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thank God for my mother. <laughs> because when I say, like, I don't know why I, I was, was just like, <laughs> I <know. yeah. laughs> like, I literally got on my and just, like, thanked her because I, I feel like I suffer from, like, postpartum depression, mm-hmm. like, maybe for, like, the first two, three weeks. But mm-hmm. she held it down for me. Because yes. there was, you know, being in a hospital for almost a week, they put me up with so many fluids. I was like fluid overload. Like mm. my legs was like mm. this big. Oh my God. Wow. And I was breastfeeding too. Mm-hmm. So she would tell me like, Amara, go lay down. And I, I'm just, you guys know, I, I'm a busy body. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, I need to. She's like, Amara, go lay down, mm-hmm. lift your legs up. I will bring Tegan to you. Mm-hmm. So just things of that nature that she yep. just did to make sure that she was still getting fed and I was still getting yep. the rest that I needed. Yep. Yep. I ju- I, and that's exactly how I feel about John's mom yeah, because like, she was there in the very beginning, beginning. Mm-hmm. cooking course, every meal yes, for us. Yes. I broke down to her cause you're sleep deprived uh, during all of that. All too. Of that. Yeah, she can cook. No, oh. no. <laughs> I just got to throw that little sprinkle in there. It's not like she making raggedy meals. y'all. <laughs> she cooking, cooking. She, uh, she using uh, her. <laughs> Whipping and taking care of the baby. Yes, and take, yes. she had Saint at night. She and that's what I'm saying. I didn't need a doula because mm-hmm. I had her. Yep. She had Saint at night. Mm-hmm. She would literally bring him to me yep. in the middle of the night yeah. when he would cry. Yep. I would feed him and give him back that, to you her. Have she, such a great Oh my village, gosh. Yeah. I was like, I'm I owe my life to this yeah. woman. Yeah. Because she was she saved so much. Along yeah. with John, along with yeah. Ness Collaborative, yeah. she saved so she and was it's a like, true MVP. Yes, yeah, so I don't think people said. realize that postpartum period when you need so much and you, like a lot of people don't have that village mm, and they have to lean on themselves. I thought I'm about I, was like, I thought about teen pregnancy, Ooh. like doing that whole through. I was like, I thought about teen pregnancy. People who are doing mothers, a single yes. mom. I'm like, how? I'm like, how no. do they do it? No, how? and that's and that's why I was like, you know, if you don't have that, mm-hmm. you need a doula. You need <sighs> yes. like, you need people yes. that you can call on a hotline yes. because yes. I mean, even now, I mean, I have a great tribe if I was to, but. I mean, at the end of the day, my family doesn't live here. My right. actual family doesn't right. live yeah. here. Right. So, like, those resources mm-hmm. are so critical. Yes. So critical. You know? Yes. yes. Um, and Jesus. my family isn't like that either. Like, mm-hmm. I literally just have my mother. I don't have, like, yeah, extended. Yeah, exactly. And for John's family to be, like, they tight, they yeah. locked in. They are. I'm, oh, my God. It's a I'm, village. Yes. It truly is. Immensely grateful. Em- like, words can't even describe Girl, how says, grateful. Yeah. And I'm just glad, like, out of all of this, when I say going back to the support, you guys had that support that you needed in one mm-hmm. way or Thank another. God. Right. It might not have necessarily been the entire journey mm-hmm. virtually with mm-hmm. your your provider, but obviously your family, right. friends, they right. all stepped up. Right. Um, even under, so. like, even through this whole mm-hmm. pandemic that yes. we went through. Yes. Um, so that's beautiful, guys. <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, comments? I would just like to say don't be afraid of labor. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I'm to afraid of labor. <laughs> I, no. I didn't watch any videos. Marcus watched. I could not. Really? Oh, hell no. I watched all the videos. I feel Marcus like she's all the been videos. watching videos. <laughs> yeah, she's been watching it. Are you that's still watching that's videos? That's no, I just messed <laughs> to know the real mm-hmm. i wanted to know what i was getting myself into yeah and mm-hmm. i yeah. took um hypnobirthing have y'all heard of it no oh, i took hip- a hypnobirthing class <laughs> so it teaches you to really let go and like ride they don't call them contractions they call them mm. waves to ride the wave mm-hmm. and literally because when you think of pain you automatically tense, tense up, up. Yeah. yes so it teaches you to just ride the wave and okay. go with it and i will tell you listen that 
my I didn't have any pain until wow. the last like hour. Okay. Like then because it was like thirty six hours because of hypnobirthing. Because was that of, online too? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was telehealth too. You did everything. everything. Yes, yes, and. Up until, like I said, the last hour, nothing could help at that point. Aww. It was just, He's they like, just got to come out. Like, yeah. like here we go. <laughs> right? yeah. But I, I had no pain. The wow. whole 36, so you hear 36 hours, that's a yeah. long time. But yeah. I had no pain wow. that whole time. So I just, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. This is not about me. Um, <laughs> don't be scared. All right, don't be scared <laughs> to the camera. Yes, yes. Okay, we will take that into consideration. Yes. Now that we're finishing up, I really want to thank Sherelle and Amara for coming here. Mm-hmm. My girls held me down today yes. for the first official Public Health Matters Ooh. podcast. As you can all see, there are a lot of inequities that we're still facing and challenges. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it seems as though, based upon our conversation today, digital health can assist yes. with the process mm-hmm. and that for that I am grateful because mm-hmm. at least some of my research has making sense yes. um, <laughs> but obviously having more of these open conversations is so critical yeah. mm-hmm. so thank you again for having me yes. and I'm so proud of thank you Brie. I like, know this is amazing it's amazing and just hearing this out loud mm-hmm. like I th- you and I shared our birthing experience but yeah. just to lay it all out like yeah I am excited mm-hmm. to read. Uh, you're not gonna read the whole dissertation. <laughs> but at least highlight the importance parts for me. Because I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. Like this is this is yeah. it's just and just even saying my experience out loud mm-hmm. and then hearing yours is yep. just Yeah. It's it's it's, it's And crazy. I did research a little bit too, mm-hmm. like the how much inequality, especially black women face yeah, yeah. in healthcare. And it's just like it's crazy. It's 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 crazy. crazy, and it feels like you like I tried to do as much research as I could to mm-hmm. do what was best for me, mm-hmm. and I still got burned. It's, yeah, yeah, and there's, it's like there's where, never enough. Yeah, it's um, you like you mentioned, being an advocate for yourself mm-hmm. is number one. Yes. That's number one. And if you can have a partner, Doctor yes. John, Doctor John, mm-hmm. that advocates for you just as much, yes. because I know, like, I will raise holy. Like yes. I actually have yeah. in yeah. hospitals. Like mm-hmm. they know me. Yeah. <laughs> My name rings in the streets, not for nothing. But I just want to make sure that people know that, like, if you don't speak up, close yeah. mouths don't get fed yes. in hospitals. Yep. Yes, I tell my patients that all the time. Like, I am just the nurse. Yes, mm-hmm. I can only I can I can advocate for you, but at the end of the day, it's your job yeah. to advocate for yourself, you know, for yourself mm-hmm. to the doctors. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I'll be telling them what to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll be telling them, oh, right, put that in the note. <laughs> and then print out that note. Exactly. And all of a sudden, you get the medication. You get it. Like, mm-hmm. you get it's, it's it. little mm-hmm. things, how it kind of And I've even seen in hospitals where they've allowed white people to stay longer because they're like, oh, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to be discharged. And the doctor's like, okay. And blacks would be like, no, you, you're, you're, you're fine. slated to be discharged on Friday. You're going to be discharged on Friday. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I tell them, I'm like, no. Tell them, I tell them things what to say and, mm-hmm. you know, that it. is not safe, yep. mm-hmm. you know, that, yep. you know, you need your village who's not there. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But that's part of the education part too, because mm-hmm. you have to be educated to know, to even know. what to say exactly. or what should be happening. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like if you're very fortunate to have at least one family member who's in the health field, mm-hmm. keep them tight. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. we know the secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why we keep you close, Amara. <laughs> Y'all don't know my sister. She, she, I know. She I showed up. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. No. We have her on call. She yes. don't know it. Yes. I will have her, her and Tegan there in a minute. Yes. Quit fast in a hurry. It's really important that we're here um, to support each other, though. It's, yeah. it's all about support yeah, and having that village. So much. I'm just so thankful for both of you. Oh, I appreciate this. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes. This was beautiful. Very beautiful. Okay.